You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. I love that sound. Makes me so happy. Oh, so excited. That sound makes me happy. You ladies make me happy. The show makes me happy, you guys. Welcome back. This is the AfterBuzz TV after show for Dallas. This is season three, episode one, The Return. I'm your host, AJ Gibson, joined as always by the lovely Dorinda Barker and Kelly Oliski. How are you? Hi, guys. Fabulous. I haven't oh. seen your faces since Dallas season two ended, I think, but yeah. good, good to be back together. Yes. Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> the band's back together again. Yes. I, always, I look forward to this. It's one of the reasons why I still do this is I because of you guys. I haven't been at the AfterBuzz studio since August. How terrible is that? Oh, I know wow. I didn't do a show this fall, so I've been waiting for this. And if I if I melt under the table midway through the show, I'm sorry. It's hot as f in here. Uh, but, but I look cute. I've got a sweater on. Little I've got bow layers tie, tonight. Everything. I have I have I have running shoes on my bow tie. Like oh, little, little high tops. Yeah. Those I, are cute. I wish they were cowboy boots, but they're not. Yeah. No, I had to go with my long heart. I just left Dallas like two hours ago. I know. Just right? got back from Dallas. Actually, you just left Dallas, and you just uh, ran into Josh Henderson. I did. <laughs> Let's talk about that real quickly. Where, where did the, where did this happen? <laughs> I was sitting at the bus stop. <laughs> and he was hanging out there? I know and that's where the story's happened, going. He just happened to be there. Okay. Having a conversation. No, I didn't realize I was sitting on him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the picture? It happens to the know. best of us. It, it's, it was, I thought this was pretty awesome. I don't know if you can even pull it up. I, you probably can't. Well, we, we, you know what? Yeah. Will you retweet it? Yeah. We'll oh, retweet yeah. it again tonight, you oh, guys. We'll retweet it tonight, but it's hysterical. And I actually, I tagged him in it, too. Oh, well, so he's going to be like, who is this freak? Well, we have a big season <laughs> planned, you guys. We're trying to get Josh Henderson in here. My good friend, mm-hmm. Andrea, is dating him right now. So, uh, <gasps> so uh, she, she promises me she can make that happen. So if you're watching... I'm going to hold you to that. Um, also, we've got some connections to Jesse Metcalf. I hear we've got some. I've got a connection to Julie Gonzalo. So we're going to work on some things this season. This, oh yes, and, and there's always room for Charlene Tilton. Oh, and there's always, a, always, always, and a dream list. We got to get Linda Gray. Yes. Oh yes, yes. Oh, I, oh, that will. That's I still have a headshot, a picture of a headshot I took at a car wash in West Hollywood two seasons ago. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Because yes. Linda Gray was supposed to, Linda Gray was supposed to come in with Josh Henderson and Larry Hagman at the um, end of season uh, one, and then right. Larry Hagman got sick. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna hold on to this. I still have it in my phone. I'm gonna show it to her one of these days. It was from 1982. <laughs> so let's bad. dig into the show, you guys. Uh, the show picks up uh, 12 hours later. Uh, 12 hours yeah, after the last episode. Yeah, which picks is, right up. Which is pretty is gr- cool. Which I liked. They didn't spread that time out, which yes. was awesome. Somehow John Ross and Christopher both looked like they spent about six months at the gym in those 12 hours. Like, <laughs> things are getting spicy this season. Uh, no, uh, it starts off with Bobby out at the uh, the cemetery in South Fork, and he's talking to Miss Ellie. And he says, uh, he says to her, um, I'm the only one left, and I'll try not to disappoint you, which I think mm, is great. Yeah. I love that this show always gives nods 
to the legacy characters of yes. the past. And yeah. They showed the headstones yeah. and everything, and he said he's, he's you know he's going to be the caretaker. It's interesting, the caretaker now. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that he says that, like I'm the only one left, and then the show very quickly goes into. The show got younger this season, I feel like. They were really yes. delving into the, the, the lives of all the younger actors mm-hmm. as opposed to leaning. Because they really leaned on Larry and Bobby. Larry, I say the first. Yeah. <laughs> the real names. Are they really leaned on J.R. and Bobby and Sue Ellen the first couple of seasons. Um, and this season, it looks like they're trying to maybe get away from that a little bit. Which mm-hmm. I can understand because now that, unfortunately, you know, J.R. is gone. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? Yeah. Because then, you know, Bobby doesn't have... You know, the Cain and Abel, he doesn't have, you know, his side, well, JR's sidekick, because yeah. Bobby was always the sidekick. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they don't have each other anymore. So who's Bobby going to play off? Yeah. And so, not to bring it down or the first five minutes, but bringing in the younger ones, mm-hmm. I think they've been prepping him for it, which Absolutely. is great. And that's what I like about these yeah. writers. Mm-hmm. Are, I mean, we haven't seen the rest of the season. It's only the first episode. But what they did last season oh, yeah. and this season. Yeah. The show gets better and better. Yeah. And, and these younger characters, I think uh, Josh Henderson in particular, He's really he's really stepped up to the plate. Yeah, uh, he opens this this scene uh, his first scene <clears throat> with Emma Ryland mm. in bed. Mm. Um, this is interesting. These two, I didn't know. I, I knew the, the storyline was going to continue, but uh, they didn't waste any time. It's obviously going to be a very prominent storyline this season. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about these two together? Mm. Oh, you girls are not fans. <laughs> They're both like, no, uh-uh, I don't want to no. talk about her. I was thinking, okay. And this is a reference to anyone who even watches Walking Dead, because she was Andrea's sister in Walking Dead. I'm like, when's a zombie just going to pop up? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just here. Well, it's interesting, because she started off as such a sweet, uh, kind of damaged character last season. Mm-hmm. What did she come on last season? The end of season one. Was it last season? Last season. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were really playing up the storyline between she and her mother and trying to reconnect and all of that. And now she very quickly has turned into a villain, I think. Yeah. She's almost like a, she's almost like a Lucy Ewing character. She's like the young, kind of naive, kind yeah. of Yeah, but she's starter. so much more evil, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Lucy at least had some naivete about her. Mm-hmm. She was a little naive, and mm-hmm. there was, like, some spunk. Not to say that this one doesn't have spunk about her, but she's more dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she is not her mother's daughter. She's her father's daughter. Oh. She oh. is, definitely. Which is interesting, because she, she went to such great lengths to put him behind bars, and she's just like him. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, she worse. She did that on purposely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, true. Yeah, she did. I mean, and where's the grant? I want. I know where's she. Come- yes, where's Judith. Where's Judith. <laughs> where, hashtag where's Judith. <laughs> um, and then we move on to uh, a scene where uh, or J- John Ross gets Jarrah's belt buckle, uh, which I thought oh, was kind of cool. That yeah. was that was a little sentimental moment. Again, the nice. show is doing what the show does best: is paying homage to like yeah. these characters that are so legendary. Uh, Jr. Larry Hagman was voted the number one uh, television villain of all time, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. something I read somewhere. I don't know; I might have made that up. No, but I, I, I did read that. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're pretty TV much right. guy. I think it was. <laughs> uh, but the show—they haven't lost sight of that. They understand how important these characters are. And yeah. you know what I loved about that scene too? It wasn't just the belt buckle; it was bum. Mm-hmm. Given it to him, yeah. yeah Bum, the man who killed him. Yeah, the man, but he's still but, so loyal. Yeah, his his right hand man. I need a friend like that. Do you guys have any friends like that? Oh, well, you know. I got, I do. I have yeah. one. Yeah. You have a friend who would kill somebody for you? I do. I'm going to stay away from you. <laughs> you are, yep, you are I trouble. Do. All right. I am from New Jersey. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Uh, then I, I like how John Ross, uh, after he's in bed with, with Emma, he then asks Pamela to meet him uh, out at the old hay barn. 
and she asked why. He said it was the first night of the of the season where he could see a certain uh, constellation. The lovers yeah. cross. The yeah, lovers the lovers cross. cross. Yeah. yeah, the stars. And uh, then he gave her, well, he told her, I wanted to explain to you I went down to Houston. He was gone the night before, <laughs> banging Emma in a hotel in Houston. Uh, My getting, cousin. Yeah, yes, getting documents from her uh, mm-hmm. so that he could take over you and or Ryland. It's a lot of stuff going yeah. on, right? Uh-huh. Uh, but he wasn't really down there to to get to. Well, he told her he was down there to get the biggest ring in Texas. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. No. But she did get the biggest ring in Texas. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty mm-hmm. big ring. That's mm-hmm. the biggest yep. ring everywhere. Yeah, she's going to have like one like 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 Hulk sized arm <laughs> carry that thing around, and then one skinny. You're arm. like, why does why is her ring finger just <laughs> always like this? <laughs> it's broken. It just breaks the finger and it hangs there. It's terrible. And he wants to give her a proper proposal mm-hmm. in uh, in John Ross fashion. <laughs> yeah, but then he tells her he says, "I can't I can't promise you it's going to be easy, uh-huh. but I promise you I'll give you the ride." <laughs> life and, and i was i was sitting next to kelly and she's just like sweating she's like oh yes please like all three of us were thinking yeah, the same thing. exactly i was like when they want that life yeah i mean come on like love is great you know and marrying the nice guy great so we could always tell that my relationships were real well in my lifetime but you're like she has right daddy my issues life, right in my life Oh, I could do that. Yeah. It'd be adventurous. It'd be fun. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? It's definitely going to be an emotional adventure. Yes. And you know, you know, if Sue Ellen, the only person who could really relate to this is Sue Ellen. She yeah. was going through this with, with JR for so many years. I don't think she would have traded it in for a moment. I, I think she no. loved is Well, she turned to the bottle a few times because of JR, but uh, I think she loved yeah. every minute of it. Well, and I think, I don't think Pamela's dumb. I think she knows. Or yeah. I think she has. And I, I don't think know. she has an inkling because when. I don't know if you're ready to go into the boardroom yet, but there was a moment there. So when mm-hmm. we talk about that, I'll. Well, I'll Pamela's out, confusing but. to me because she just when she seems very uh, just tough, mm-hmm. she turns vulnerable again on me, and she's done that the last couple of seasons. And I never really know. I don't think we really know who the real Pamela Barnes is yet. No. Well, not the real Pamela Barnes because we all know that's Victoria Principal. <laughs> I'm there not gonna let that one die. She's coming back in season three. And here comes the tweets yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> Victoria's dead, AJ. Drop it. No, she's not. Get over it, AJ. I, I will Get say. Over it. I will say that I've been waiting for how many months? It's been six months since the last episode. <laughs> thinking that okay, okay, uh, we go. You pulled a fast one on us. She's not dead. She's coming back. Not yet. She's going to. She's going to. Mark my words. Uh, so now let's move on. Um, now, John Ross wants to remodel South Fork. Right, he wants to yes. bring he wants to bring things up to date. He wants an atrium. He wants a, a billiard room the size of a saloon. He says, uh, "Bobby's not happy about that." Of course, right. because Bobby's the new Ellie. Yeah. Ellie. He really is. He, mm-hmm. he's, like he said, he's the only one left, so he's got to keep things, you know, whatever. Just uh, funny because Bobby's like, "We're not going to do this remodel." And if you remember, do you remember the moment we first saw the inside of the house on season one? Yeah, we. I was funny. like, "What." Where does, this is not South Fork. Where is that hideous parlor in that old dining room, right? It's true. Well, it and just looks it, so much smaller yeah. than how I remember it. They gutted the hell out of that thing already. So, I mean, yeah. that's another remodel, right? Exactly. And what? What? And there's nothing wrong with making it a little bit more opulent. Yes. It's the history of it uh, that yes, Bobby doesn't history. want to mess with. The history well, they still, of the house. They still have the, the yellow and white uh, uh, curtains outside or whatever. <laughs> the awning. But he sort of. also, but one thing that he says is very interesting. He also says that it grounds the family. Yes. They don't live that lavish lifestyle because this is what keeps them grounded. Like, it's just enough. Okay. I know that he says that. 
Are the Ewings really grounded? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I think it's grounded as grounded can be. Right. For, for their lifestyle, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Fair enough. You know. I'd be living opulently. Is that a word? Opulently? <laughs> it is now. Coined it. <laughs> um, then, then we see Christopher for the first time this episode. Mm-hmm. I call him the angry woodchopper. He's going at it. <laughs> He's got he's got sawdust and his hair all over his sweaty he's got shirt. The beard, that's really tight. He's got, and, he's got the mountain yeah, dad beard he, and everything. Yeah. Oh, he does right. He, he does. does. His hair's a little bit messy. Uh, I mean, for twelve hours. <laughs> let me tell you something. I he's know. Full on beard. I'm like, how long has he been chopping that wood? I know. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. At the end of the last at the season finale, he did not have a beard. And twelve hours later. You know what they call that? A problem. Yes. We always hail you at, uh, at TNT for uh, doing such great great work with the show, but you missed the mark a little bit on this one, but we don't mind it. Yeah, I, I no, I'm like cool with it. I yeah. like to sweaty Christopher, and I've never looked at Jesse Metcalf that way. Yeah, he's looking have. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's all right. Looking, yeah, he's, he's growing good. into his manliness. Yeah. And I mean, that, like, I don't want him to get mad, but like, yeah. I, he really is. He's growing into like, he's, you know, Christopher the last two seasons were kind, was a boy. Yeah. And this this opening scene with him, not so much at all. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it shows again what they're trying to do this season. I I, I saw this the last couple of months, seeing the the billboards all over Los Angeles mm-hmm. and all the all the teasers on television. They're trying to up the sex appeal this season, and they're doing a good job very quickly. Well, even in the opening scene with John Ross, I mean, they do the whole pan from his feet like all the way up in his underwear. Okay, can we just like- say okay really quickly? <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, Andrew. I have to say it. Josh Henderson's ass is unreal <laughs> for a white guy. For any guy. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. He's, I have no problem yeah. with that. But even with Emma, where did he find the deed, the paper he was looking All for? Her it was ass. stuck to her. <laughs> okay, can I just tell you something? <laughs> and this might be TMI. But when he pulled that deed off her butt, and I was like, I had that underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That is so weird. So weird. Anyways. So then we find out. Uh, uh, Christopher, well, he calls Elena. She's not mm-hmm. answering her phone. She wakes up to the, the phone vibrating. She looks like she's having a nightmare. She's struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's in a hotel in Mexico or something. Or yeah, she's, yeah, she's in Joaquin's house. Yeah. Yes, at Joaquin's in Mexico. Uh, and they do a whole a series of flashbacks and they show a bunch of meetings with her and Cliff Barnes. And essentially he says, look, um, flashing back to last season, JR stole the land from your dad. He switched the deeds. You guys drilled dry land for all these years. And your dad, he didn't just kill your dad. He he took away his, his will to live. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. did that to your entire family. Uh, so Cliff Barnes has uh, has a really good case here with, with yeah. Elena. And Elena is really struggling with, you know, what went down with her brother last season, knowing that her father's history with the Ewings. And then she's also torn because her mother is so loyal to the Ewings because she feels like she owes them everything. And her mom's a bit naive, yeah. uh, in all fairness. But she's <laughs> yeah. sweet and, and uh, she has good intentions. Uh, but... Uh, he decides to make Elena the proxy, his proxy, because he still has one third of Barnes Global, which mm-hmm. is renamed Ewing Global. Uh, not yet, <laughs> but uh, so he still has one third of it. He names her proxy, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. And and ask her if she can handle it, if she's if she's on board, if she can take down the Ewings. The best way to manipulate a person is ask them if they can handle it and go at their pride. Of course. Of course. Well, but then the way she turns it around is because he's looking at it as revenge and she's looking at it the opposite way that it's justice for what happened to her family. I thought that was a really, really poignant part of the episode. I'm Mm -hmm. glad you brought that up. That uh, that justice is quite a motivator. Revenge isn't always. Revenge, you can get lost in revenge. Revenge can get 
it can bog you down. You can lose yourself in revenge, which has happened to Cliff Barnes yes. and J.R. Ewing over and over and over mm-hmm. throughout the years. Uh, but with Elena, as every strong woman knows, she t- she takes a different approach. And she's like, mm-mm, justice. I'm, le- I'm seeking justice. And that can motivate you till the day you die. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty interesting. I just think, you girls are so t- are you guys so yeah. tired right now? No, that can motivate you till the day you die. I get this long monologue, and you guys both go, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> moving on." It is, look, this heat is putting us to sleep. Where's the air conditioning? I know. I've been traveling all day. This heat's making me want to curl up and take a nap. No, but it it's it justifies the action. So it's gonna. I think she's gonna hide behind that so she doesn't feel guilt. Yeah, and it's gonna mm-hmm. help her to manipulate Christopher and use his guilt against him mm-hmm. and the family too by being you know super nice and just apologizing and just really playing on her vulnerable side that we've been seeing for the past two seasons. Yeah, and Cliff makes a strong case because he tells mm-hmm. her he says, "Look, they framed me." And I can prove it. They moved my plane from Nueva to Nueva Laredo without me on yeah. it, and they mm-hmm. they planted a woman at that. Or said that this woman saw him, uh, the dancer that saw Jared at the club, mm-hmm. which she never really did. He's like these things were all plants. It was they got the gun from his gun, gym locker. Yeah, they stole the mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Yeah. So she's from thinking the gun range. Yeah. At, at first, I'm like, okay. At the end of season two, things were wrapped up pretty pretty neat they, and tidy, they, right? I mean, Very yeah. quickly, mm-hmm. this episode, everything blew up. Everything blew up. Yeah. Which makes sense. Of course. It's always interesting, though. I'm not a creative type of person, I don't think, at all. Uh, so I'm always like, I'm like, oh, how are they going to do another season? The show's over, right? And I'm like, oh, let's move on. Uh, and that's that's not true for Dallas. No. At all. They come out, guns a-blazing, mm-hmm. right out the gate. Yeah. And I just think, though, and when he was saying, and then looking at Cliff Barnes, him being, once again, in jail, 12 hours later, we saw what he looked like. I know! And look at, I was like, whoa, you're not going <laughs> to even, but 30 days you're going to be dead, dude. 30 days! <laughs> like, not even a year, dude. You're not yeah. even going to make 30 days. Because I was like, you look ragged, boy. Well, he's already talking about getting out. Yeah. In 12 hours. In 12, 12 hours. hours. It's quite the turnaround. <laughs> yeah. Whose job is it on set to make sure continuity's sake? What's the, what's the title? <laughs> yeah, Who, yeah. yeah. Somebody should lose their job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We love you. Um, we also love you because you finally, Dallas, you brought a new character to us. Anna we Lynn got McCord. a few. We got a couple well, new characters. Yes, we do. We, our yeah, first one yeah. would be Anna Lynn McCord playing the part of Heather, yeah. yes. one of the ranch hands. Uh, I think this is perfect casting. There's something about her that is... It fits right into this cast. It just makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Uh, she's, she's, she's um, a feisty one. Yes. And as we saw in 90210 for multiple seasons, and then I remember her from Nip Tuck. She was phenomenal <gasps> oh, on Nip Tuck. I loved her mm-hmm. on Nip Tuck because she played she like evil. Portia de Rossi's daughter or something, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal on that show. And <laughs> she's a different kind of hot. Does that make sense? Like, she's, like, skinny hot. Like, she's a skinny girl, but she's smoking hot for some but reason. she also, when I first saw her, at first I didn't realize it. Was, I Either did I. Would, and when she turned around and I saw, I was like, it took me a minute to realize it was her. Great on you, by the way, because normally she's all glammed up mm-hmm. and hot and sexy. Curly blonde hair. And so, like, flo- not at all. She looks a little worn and torn. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Something. As every good ranch hand looks. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, a good, hardworking woman. Mm-hmm. And it's just, when I, I was like, okay, this is going to work. It was, shows some diversity on her part. The, the She had a little bit of an accent, yeah. like the yeah, look and everything. It, it worked. It did. And she was introduced automatically to Christopher, so there's mm-hmm. obviously going to be something there. Exactly. There, yes. You know. This show needs, you know what the show needs? A good lesbian romance. <laughs> there are a lot of hot girls on the show now. There's got to be, it, come on, it's 2014. There's got to be some 
lady on lady action, right? Well, you know, I'm you calling know, it right now. A little crazy, so. Emma. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I'm calling it right now. Spoiler alert! I, uh, this is not really a spoiler. Alert. I'm making it up. I want to call Emma and uh, Pamela at some point this season. Emma is that twisted that she will try to get in bed with like Pamela. a threesome. No, kind of, no, no, no. Behind John Ross's back. Oh, like no medication, mm. Emma. <laughs> yes, no medication, Emma. <laughs> and she can't be on medication now. I mean, she's she's nuts. <laughs> oh, Emma, Emma, you guys. My spoilers. I love them. <laughs> All right. So, Sue Ellen is speaking with John Ross, and she warns him not to underestimate Bobby. She also warns Bobby not to underestimate JR. Uh, she's she's my favorite character on the show. I just adore her. And she's becoming now a voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Which Who ever thought that would happen on the show? <laughs> Somebody's got to be. Not in 1989. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, she spent the entire 80s boozing. <laughs> Drinking with homeless people yeah. out of a bag. <laughs> she's got to get it together because, you know, now that JR's gone and she's kind of like in a, a similar situation with Bobby because she has to help kind of mend these generations together right. in a way that's going to work where they don't go at each other. Interesting side note. This just makes me smile. I love how many times we probably mentioned JR's name more than any other, act, any other character. <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't been on the show since midway through last season. Yeah, I know. Oh, I love yeah, that guy. Almost a year. We can't let go. I miss him. We miss you. I so uh, she also decides that she's going to plan um, plan a wedding for John Ross, a proper wedding for John yeah. Ross mm-hmm. and, and Pamela, uh, which is so weird to say still. Uh, what was it, Rebecca? Was it last yeah. season? Oh, Rebecca yeah. Rebecca season? Yeah, yeah, she's going to plan a proper wedding, and then she and uh, the ladies all get together. They're sitting by the table out by the pool, and who wait, comes wait. to help? Wait, wait, is this before? Wait, am I getting my timelines wrong? Am I going out of order? I might wait, be. Wait, no, where she catches be. John Ross coming out of Emma's. Oh, that's later. Oh, that's oh, okay. later. That's I don't want to know. Yeah. Brenda, not yet. Okay. <laughs> no, the ladies are all planning this wedding, and then Emma walks by. She's like, oh, what are you doing? And they show, Pamela shows her the ring. She lifts up her arm and shows her the ring <laughs> with a broken finger. And, uh, and Emma's like, oh, sure, I'd love to help. Yeah. You're a snake, Emma. Yes. Oh, because, oh. Take your meds. Mm-hmm. Take your meds. Yeah, because. That's this just one. so gross because it's just, it's so malicious. Mm-hmm. Okay, just, once again, mm-hmm. I want to ask you this question again. Do you have friends like that? <laughs> I've known people like okay, that. Okay, okay. Dorinda got real not. quiet. Dorinda's like, would... I am that friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Unfortunately, I've known yeah. some of those people. And yeah. not. Not fun people. Yeah. Because you really do think you're they are your friends. And then all of a sudden you're like, what happened, crazy tab? Yeah. They're fun yeah. when they live there at South Fork. Yeah. Then they're fun. <laughs> so what did I always say? Crazy's always fun to watch from afar. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's a great show. In that. You don't want to ever be part of crazy. No. Yeah. No, no crazy in this studio. Mm-mm. Well. Mm-mm. Well. Well. <laughs> so, <laughs> finally, Elena comes back while they're all outside and she apologizes to the entire family. Uh, she apologizes in particular to Pamela and to Christopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Uh, we, she offers p- a profound apology. A prof- yes, a profound oh. apology. That's that's bigger than a regular one. Yes, regular ones don't mean shit. But this one's profound. <laughs> Pro- a profound yeah, apology. Yeah, good stuff. That's that's good stuff. Uh, and then she and Christopher uh, they they chat for a little bit, and uh, he wants her back. He wants yeah. her back in his life. She has a moment where I'm looking at her. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, she's falling for this. She she wants to be back with him. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you know what? I think we just need a little bit of time apart. Uh, she's going to move out. He says, no, don't move out. This is your home too. So just go live on the, one of the ranch, the, her old ranch where she used to <laughs> mm-hmm. live, whatever, uh, down the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
she walks out of that room, and this was one of the strongest moments of the entire episode. She walks out of the room, and the look on her eyes... I know this look well. I've seen it on Young and the Restless for years. Uh, she walks out, and then the door closes, and she's got this. Yeah, all of a smirk. sudden, all of a sudden, the sad, vulnerable face goes away. It's straight face. She's got like all, that hardcore, determined look on her face. That kind of broke my heart bit, a little bit. A little, a little evil mixed in there. A little, a little bit. Who, who would have thought that? It surprised me. Yeah, that she'd be the evil one, and that Pamela would be like the sweetheart right now. For well, now, well, for now. For, yeah, because yeah, Pamela can't be so sweet forever. Well, here's the thing about the show. Right now, all of the characters have have blood on their hands. All the characters have made really questionable choices. Yes. You have to have some lovable characters. At some point, you have to have redeeming qualities. You can't just hate everybody because then you're not invested in anyone. Right. And yes. right now, I don't know. Are you really invested in any of these characters? Is there somebody you're really pulling for? Well, here's the th- here's the question. What do you think about Elena's motives? I mean, do you think that she – I mean, she's – I think she's kind of justified. Yeah. Her family it was underhanded and they were robbed yeah. of, but, of the opportunity for anything. But Christopher doesn't know that and Bobby doesn't know that and, no. and nobody alive knows that. So But you got you got to think though coming from her point of view and where she's getting her information yeah. and until she can get in do you think they'd believe her anyway? But she's she's now starting this this the same thing that the Barnes family and the Ewing family have yeah. gone through for decades. But that's decades. all she knows. Yeah, she's watched it. And but her brother killed his babies, not on yes. purpose. Yeah, but remember not he was blackmailed into he that. He was blackmailed. Well, but still, uh, hey, are the babies dead? The babies are dead. dead. Well, hashtag dead, dead babies. Or, no, don't hashtag that ever. 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 That's not good. Remember, it was either that or Elena getting killed. Yeah. Remember, it was it was kind of a one or the other. At least that's what he thought because they were. Um, threatening him that well, way. Well, if he hadn't been smuggling drugs in high heels, remember? <laughs> or whatever. Then he would have been remember, put in that position. They, to- they told him nobody would be on that rig. Mm. They told him that. He got faulty information. Yeah. yeah. But, but Which he should have went to that. You know, there was, of course, there's a hundred different ways it yeah. could go. But still, when you're trying to protect your family and they're just doing in a different way what the Ewings always do, which is one thing that she says, you know, they're punishing me for something they would have done themselves, mm. which they did. I mean, they Dorinda, I don't think you cliff. agree with her right now. What are you thinking, Dorinda? <laughs> I'm going to wait for my prediction. Oh, <laughs> okay. We'll move right along. So, you and Global, uh, which is the new title of the the, the combined company, uh, mm-hmm. it's buying all of the oil and methane rigs in the world. Apparently, <laughs> they're going to be bigger than BP and Exxon Mobil combined. They only need half a billion dollars. Yeah, that's all, uh, that's yeah. all you need. <laughs> oh, yeah, half a billion. Yeah, they say they need half a billion. That's Sue Ellen. She goes, "Is that all?" <laughs> Sue Ellen, come on. <laughs> really? That's it. She was getting all, cake. She was getting feisty last season for giving that $20 million loan to Elena. And she's, she's not worried about a half a billion dollars now? She's like, oh, what's the big deal? Come on, Sue Ellen. She needs a, she needs a bottle of bourbon. Jeez. Uh, I want that, that Sue Ellen to come back for sure. <laughs> um, and then Elena walks into you in Global and she asks for a job. She goes, I know I'm not a part of this company anymore, but I just like a job. And mm-hmm. they, say, they say yes. Well, the thing that I did, that I found really interesting about that is that okay, they don't tell her what her job's going to be, but she automatically walks into the board of directors meeting. Yes, and she gets a beautiful <laughs> desk and access codes to everything apparently yeah. at Ewing Global because she's like typing in codes and pulling up files. Well, it's probably her same codes that never change. Yeah, because it was only twelve hours you, later. Yeah, well, okay, that's <laughs> okay. How do they change out the signage and like the marbling in the floor that said EG now? 
for you yeah. and Glo- when did that happen? No, but I think there was a little bit more time okay. than just the twelve hours from when all of that started. Because yes. you remember when they when Cliff walks in and they mm-hmm. you know and all that happens, it had to have been at least a few days, I would think. Priorities. I have to go back and Priorities. <laughs> way to go, get signage up. Yeah, way to go, you and family. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, about still, no, remember they opened up, they were still technically putting up the signs. Yeah, they were still yeah. kind of putting a little oh, bit of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was their way of making that transition. Yeah, okay. Well okay, done. Okay. Uh, so then we find... Uh, Those are a tough crowd. I know. Well, you know what? I love the episode so much, but now as I'm, I'm adding it all up, I'm like, mm, I'm adding two and two and getting five over and over again. <laughs> Something's not working out for me. Uh, so then as they're in this board meeting, this man walks in, this this kind of stunning, actually, looking man. He's I, good looking. Yeah, he's a good looking yeah, guy. Is. Nicholas Trevino. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a little thing above the end, so I yes. know that's how you, you say it. Good for you, Dallas. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Because women need some candy. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. They are, yeah. Dorinda, you look like you have bourbon in your glass. <laughs> Easy, Sue Ellen. So, uh, so he says that he was named, he was named Cliff Barnes' proxy. Mm-hmm. And the look on Elena's face is just confusion and a little bit of fear when she hears that. Mm-hmm. Why was she in the room at that point? Well, she has to keep... Okay, because we find out as soon as she gets hired and she's copying those files and being all sneaky, she calls Cliff, remember, and says, I'm in. So we know she's got to play the innocent one. She has to make it seem like she's on their side. she's like an office clerk. Why is she in the boardroom again? (laughs) Well, apparently she's not. She has more pull, I guess. I don't know. That was Mm. my question. This would never happen on the rest of the <laughs> but she, you know, night. she at, at first for a second I thought I was like, oh wait a minute, is Cliff trying to pull one over on her? Yes, yeah, because so she the, did like a really good surprised facial expression. Yes, which <laughs> we didn't see all of season one Botox, but we see it all the time now. I'm really, I'm really happy with her with her acting ability this season. Yes, I really yes. have no idea what to think of her right now. I know, which I love. I think she's a loose cannon. Yes, for sure. and. It, it's this is good because before there was other times that she would do like even last season like when they were in the hotel room in Paris mm-hmm. is that where they were at and she's and you're just like oh oh I was kind of like done with her in a way yeah because she was more whiny and yes. complaining and wasn't mm-hmm. seeing the sides of everything well, you know it's funny I feel like the complaints I have about Dallas every season on the season premiere of the next season they always fix them. I think yeah. they actually, I think they actually pay attention to the viewers. They, they, mm-hmm. we have a lot of influence on them here at Afterbus TV, clearly. <laughs> and I think that they, they take the notes and they, they adjust and they write, they write, the writing's better. Uh, she's a better actress than she was two seasons ago. So mm-hmm. is Jesse Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Josh Henderson is leaps and bounds above oh. what he was. Yeah, and I think that was all them now growing into their yeah. character. Well, definitely the two men and mm-hmm. um, uh, Pamela character yes. growing into them, and Jordana Brewster, her yeah. character. Just growing into who they are, because they've all been like like teenage type actors and young mm-hmm. actors. But this these these roles have some meat to them. I mean, they I do. I yeah. just saw an ABC Family movie with Josh Henderson <laughs> in it. it. It was so bad. So well, bad. by definition, aren't all B, all ABC Family movies pretty bad? Yeah, but they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was this one still kind of awesome? It was still awesome. Yeah, yeah. anything with Tom Arnold in it is oh. awful and awesome at the same time. What's well, the end of our show? No. <laughs> No, no, but he, like, this is really giving him a chance to show yeah. what he can do, yeah. you know, from... And it know. has to be probably kind of intimidating the first couple of seasons. You're like these young kids with, like, these, again, these legacy characters yeah. who've been doing these, these roles for so many years, mm-hmm. um, who who are also bringing their A-games, and I think That's all better actors. On the, yeah. on the flip yeah. side of that, I think that, you know, Bobby's really holding his own with those young kids, mm-hmm. and still it still fits, still makes sense. He doesn't look like, he doesn't look like he doesn't belong. He yeah. actually looks... He's not like the old guy trying to be cool. Exactly. No. He's, he's just cool. I yeah. think he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I just think my only complaint with this episode is not having enough Anne. Yes. Yeah. Why is she not grabbing shotguns off the wall again and chasing people <laughs> out the front mean, door like season one? We need that, you know, that shotgun shooting Anne back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like how she wasn't really, she didn't really like Pamela's ring, it seemed. She kind of thought it was a little too much. Like she kind of, you know. Somebody's been reading the dictionary. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) You know, she wasn't all, she was, well, I think she, I think Anne, she knows what it was like to be with a man like Ryland and also with a man like Bobby. Mm -hmm. And Ryland is a little bit more ostentative. Look at their house, he and Judith. What's her real name? I call her Judith all the time. (laughs) Judith Light. Yeah. Whatever her, uh, uh. If anybody out there, tweet us. Tweet us and remind, because I want to say it's Judith, but it's not Judith. Not Judith. That's that's her real name in real life. I know. I know. Who's the boss? We're going to have to figure it out. Or, or, is is Marissa looking it up for us? Marissa, can you look it up on a computer? It, Judith, what, what was it? Judith Light. Her Judith. character, her character's name on uh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back to that. I shall look that up. Uh, so, Nicholas Trevino lets them know that, uh, that while um, corporate law says that they can sell off parts of their company and do whatever they need to do, you and Global, mm-hmm. uh, state law requires a supermajority. Judith so, Ryland. Sorry. It is Judith also? It is Judith. It is Judith. It okay, is Judith. then I'm not crazy. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, I am still crazy. Uh, but they need a super majority in order to sell off parts of the company to make this deal go through and whatever. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas Trevino has a third. If he has a third, right, mm-hmm. that leaves 67% out there. What is a super majority? That sounds pretty super no, to me. No, he has a third. Yeah, you're right, 67 <laughs> Wow, you are you are something. Okay, anyways, um, we should obviously not be doing percentages in this room. Yeah, no way. Well, they start looking this guy up, and they find out he's a Mexican billionaire. He sold part of his company back in like 2005 to uh, Barnes Global for 800 million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These numbers don't add up for me. I mean, come on. And These you are... only need a half a million, half a billion, <laughs> right? <laughs> It sounds so long. Oh, I don't like the show anymore. No, I love it. I'm kidding. Um, what is it? Why do they write down no loose ends? Oh, that scene. Bobby. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now there's pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, Christopher and Christopher and Josh, Christopher and John Ross and Bobby are all in the room together. And Christopher's like, I'm doing what Christopher does best. He freaks out. Freaks out. Right? <laughs> dad, Dad, fix things. And uh, he asked him if there were any loose ends because they're the only three who know what really happened. They, they're the only ones who really know them and then Bum and also uh, uh, Carlos. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the ones who know they did set up JR. Sue Ellen and the ladies, they don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. They set up Cliff. Yeah, yeah, women's brains can't handle that sort of information. Oh, Because they, they would... <laughs> tweet me. Tweet me. I'm what? kidding. So, so, no, because they would turn on Bobby no yeah. matter what. Yeah. yeah. And they can't have that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, they're they're trying to make sure there are no loose ends, and Bobby assures them that there are not any mm-hmm. loose ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course there are. Oh, Somebody's going to buy off is. Carlos or, or bomb or something. Yeah. Well, happened. also, like, the flight manifest, there's got to be some yes. camera, something. Yeah. There's got to be something, or the stripper's going to turn, mm-hmm. or some, something. Strippers always turn. <laughs> Stri- <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned in my experiences, it's that strippers always turn. Don't trust a stripper. <laughs> Dorinda, Dorinda, you're on fire tonight. So, uh, then we go back to uh, the Emma. I want to talk about the Emma and uh, Pamela relationship for just a moment. Um she is Emma is sitting at Emma Emma <laughs> hashtag Emma uh, Emma is sitting at her tablet uh, provided by Windows and uh, Microsoft and she's sitting there typing to John Ross mm-hmm. saying that she, you know whatever what time are you coming home and as she's doing that Pamela walks in the door mm-hmm. and so she deletes everything and sits there and they have a, a moment together and Pamela is really sweet and Pamela's like look 
you know, how are you feeling? If you ever need to talk, I'm here for you. Which I thought was so adorable. And I thought it was getting through to Emma for just a moment. What are you yeah. thinking? Did you think that Pamela meant it? No. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Do you think Pamela knows? Mm-hmm. I wondered that too, and I, I kind of go back and forth. Well, because you remember in the boardroom when John Ross comes and he's talking about yes. the transport, and he said, I made a deal with the new CEO that they couldn't refuse. And, you know, I made sure I locked in that deal. They cut to Pamela, and she has this, like, she okay. gives, like, this look so, where she just kind of smiles. So, is she, okay, is, do you think then that Pamela is, uh, just, Turning a blind eye, or do you think she's in on it? Do you think she just knows what's happening and she's cool with it? I definitely do not think she's in on it. Okay. I don't think she, I think she suspects, but I don't, I don't think she would be cool with it. Dorinda looks confused. What do you have to say, Dorinda? Okay. Or she could be like a politician's wife. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Do not talk about Hillary Clinton that way. (laughs) Oh, you weren't going there? I'm sorry. I love you, Hillary. I was talking more Claire. Oh, okay. okay. Of House of Cards. Perfect. Oh. Mm. I took a personality test the other day. I got you, Frank Underwood. I got Claire. Oh, perfect. We're going to get married. Yeah. And have sex with other people. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how this one plays out. Yeah, I really think that she knows. And I think that she does, like, those little innuendos that Emma was throwing out. Like, it's so great to have you both right across the hall. Like, she's yes. not dumb. Yeah. Like, she knows. No. And here's the thing that we know about Pamela. She's not stupid. No. Mm-hmm. Look at how she, look at how she came to me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. I think she's going to let him think he's getting away with something he's not getting away yes. with. And she's going to put that in her pocket and hold it off for when she needs it later. I think she's definitely smarter than John yeah. Ross. Yeah. Because I think that they really want to pair their relationship off as the J.R. Sue Ellen relationship. Yes. And I see where it's going and I love it. because I do too. A lot of people never really got to see their relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're watching this and you didn't watch the old Dallas. And... They were really as combative as it was, as passionate as it was. Yeah. As much as they hated each other was as much as they loved each other. There yeah. was never, like, it was very schizophrenic in ways, but it was still a great relationship you loved to watch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She was, she was, Sue Ellen was the, was the lady that J.R. could never shake, and he didn't really want to. No. Yeah. He did when he felt like it, then he wanted her back, and then it was always, and she felt the same way, I think. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I love that... Uh, Emma then sends a new message on her on her uh, tablet to John Ross. It's, she said, "I'm being bad. I want you to come be bad with me." Mm-hmm. And he does. Hmm. That, that's all it takes, really, to send, yeah. him, send him that message in the same house across the hall. Well, yeah, he comes home <laughs> and and uh, disgusting. Uh, that, yeah. That, yeah, disgusting. That's hot to me. <laughs> it's Josh it, Henderson. Yeah. What I'm just gonna say. Was not happy at that moment. I was not happy at that yeah. moment. Listen, well, you can be despicable and charming at the same time, but when your wife's next door, I mean, that's that's taking it to a whole other. You level. know, she had like a like those a, walls a, need to a be glass picked. up against the door listening. She's probably a freak like that. Well, then that goes back to what you're talking about. When he's walking out of the, and then not only oh, that, yes. there's no shame. Like he has no shame because they're in the doorway with the door open. He's half in the <clears> hall and he's kissing her. When Pamela could have walked out, anybody could have walked up, and we see Sue Ellen kind of walk up on them. Yeah, oh. and, and I, 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 she saw it, but I think she convinced herself really quickly that she didn't see it. And I'm curious to see how those relationships sort of play out because. She and uh, she and Anne have a really great relationship, and that's obviously Anne's daughter, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has her son's back in every which way, but she also knows what it's like to be on the other side of it and to get played the way that Pamela is now being played. Yes. And she went through that for years, and it made her drink, it made her suicidal, it made her all kinds of things, mm-hmm. and... It's inter- I'm curious to see how Sue Ellen responds to that. In the well, we see episodes. from the previews that she's going to have him followed. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. That was in the previews? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, How did I, I miss that? that? Yeah, for the next episode, Sue Ellen's going to have him. I think she was asking Bum to follow John Ross. If you want to switch seats, then- <laughs> you should be over here. I don't. Obviously, I missed that part. So, I mean, obviously, she. Like, I don't think that she was. I think she didn't want to get into it with him. That's why she backtracked really quick. But then, before her conversation was over, she brought it up again. Wasn't that Emma's room? And she let him explain whatever he, she was going to explain. But she knows what she saw. And that's why I think she's going to have him followed <laughs> in the next episode or coming up. And we're going to see what she does with that. It, I- is, it blows my mind how, like I said, how wrapped up everything was the last episode and how crazy everything is this episode. It's all yeah. unraveling. And I don't know where anybody stands right now. They all, everybody keeps making their comments about we're better united, we're better as a family, we're better working together. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But everybody's got something on somebody and everybody's playing somebody else and it's so mm-hmm. it's a tangled web. Well, you know how weave. last season we talked to you about the great one-liners that mm-hmm. like, JR always had? I thought that Sue Ellen had a good one tonight when she was telling John Ross, you know, not to uh, not to underestimate Bobby and mm-hmm. she says that he has a seal hand and a velvet glove. Yeah, that was a good one. And I thought that was oh, a good yeah. one. I have no idea what and it means, I think but it was that, great. I think, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think that's going to play out. <laughs> I think that's going to play out later with this whole drilling situation. Yes. Well, because John Ross wants to Frack. Yeah. Frack, yeah. Frack away, John Ross, please. <laughs> but it's such a bad, it's such a bad idea on so many levels. Such mm-hmm. a bad, I mean, they bring it up. People are going to lose their jobs. The cattle, that's not, you know, because that's the land that the cattle is on. Mm-hmm. And what will happen to Heather? Well, yep. exactly. Yeah, McCord. Exactly. <laughs> Where will she work? <laughs> and the one, number one thing, Miss Ellie. Yeah. Oh, it always mm-hmm. comes back to Miss Ellie. Yeah. It's interesting. We were, we were uh, Kelly and I watched this episode together tonight, and because you, you watched it earlier, yeah. but uh, we were laughing because I said it is so crazy to me that season after season after season, the whole "you're not going to drill this land" because Miss Ellie said no. <laughs> that storyline comes up over, but it's always fresh somehow. Yeah, exactly. well, nostalgic. Now, now it's like the surface. It's yes. not just the minerals. Now yes. it kind of has come up, so now it's part of the surface, right? Yeah, because initially it. Bobby said that you needed he and also Gary, Gary, Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, to sign off on this. And then John Ross says, actually, it's come to the surface. So I do not need you. Yeah. So we'll see. And yeah. Elena in the middle there saying, I want to do whatever you want to do. I'm going to help you get those leases because that's the Holy Grail. And she just wants to divide them, obviously. Obviously. That's her arc. So. Mm. It's her arc. It's yep. her arc. I don't know. I d- okay. Yeah, this this I love the show. Um, yeah, uh, we already talked about that. Let's not move on from that. Oh, hell, <laughs> finally, Harris Ryland. He comes into the episode. Yep. I was Once hoping again. I was afraid that I know he's out of prison already. Everybody's out of prison, <sighs> and he looked like he had been there for months. Yes, <laughs> when he was in there, he looked haggard. <laughs> exactly. He might. It might have been a couple of days. Maybe did he go well, in the same pe- night? <laughs> no, he left office. These people could not hack it. 24 hours. At all. He rolled out of there in, in his Simon Cowell t-shirt. Whenever I see men of a certain age wear like t-shirts like that to fit them a little too tight, yeah. Simon Cowell. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, yeah, he, so he's out. Uh, Mexican drug lords got him out. Who yep. do you call when you're stuck in prison? Mexican, Mexican drug, drug lords. Well, they need their transportation. They need their shipments. Yes. So they need him to now, within 24 hours, uh, ship their drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Probably not in high heels this time. That didn't work out so well last time. Anything but else. Whatever. Uh, so they it, also it, threaten Emma. Yes, they show a picture of Anne and Emma together and, mm-hmm. and threaten to go after her, uh, which I think still holds quite a bit of weight with him. 
even though she you know she did admit she he's she's the reason he's in prison kind of yeah uh, he's the reason he's in prison yeah, but right. uh i think that it's still his baby girl and i think he wants to make things right and it probably drives him crazy that she's living with Anne. yeah and mm-hmm. also okay this is my sick way of looking at it i still think he has a thing for Anne. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I, so. I agree. Yeah, with you. and so because when they showed, they he was talking about his daughter, and then they're like, "Oh, and this," and then showed the picture of Anne mm-hmm. and his daughter. He got even more freaked out. You know what I missed most in the off season? What? Hearing you say daughter. <laughs> I missed it. I really did. Daughter. <laughs> Every so often, it does come out. Daughter. <laughs> now it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Well, I was thinking too that. The threat was on both of them. Yes, so because did I. Because he was saying that he was going to torture Emma, and I thought when he pulled out the picture to make Anne want to kill herself, because remember when yeah. she almost did, he Anne was going to sl- break Anne her down. Anne will sleep with Harris Ryland this season. It'll happen. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Somehow. that's a prediction. Oh. Yeah, no, there will be some sort of a turn that will send her back to him. Because really? it almost happened last season. They had they had a rocky patch for a while. She lied to him. Uh, I, I think that something will happen this season. That will send her back to Ryland at some point. Hmm. He's got to be more involved this season than just like the bad guy in the corner. Because right. here's the thing. He has something to lose. So I think, this is what I think, the, uh, the sides will change mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes. And I think he's going to go to the good side. Not the, necessarily because he's good. It's necessary what's going to keep him alive yes. and what's going to keep his family alive. I think alive. that he will team up with Elena. Oh, let's just, well, you know, why don't we, first of all, before we go to predictions, I think we should just do that. But uh, the big reveal at the end of the episode, Joaquin, Joaquin and Trevino, same person. Yeah. Though I knew, as soon as you saw him turn around in mm-hmm. the board meeting, I was like, eh, that's Joaquin. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> But well, <laughs> and he's part of their family, the little kid yeah. that Elena's family took in and was right. raised by her dad. Mm-hmm. And he's also got some compound in Mexico. So I'm wondering if the drug lords that got Rylan out are the same. I'm sure. As if, if it's the same cartel or if it's different, if they're going to play on each other. I don't know. But real quick, before we even get mm-hmm. into that, I just want to say about product placement. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. The Hornitos vodka. Tequila. Let's have some tequila. But right. you, how many times did you guys see product placement? There was the Omni Hotel. Yes. There over was, and over again. Yeah, there was Hornitos. And then there was one other one the that Microsoft. I saw. Microsoft, yeah. yeah. Well, the Windows. There yeah. was, a bunch, was just, a bunch. Just to clarify really quickly, for those of you who aren't big tequila drinkers, nothing against Hornitos. It's fantastic uh, tequila. If you've got that kind of money, you've got a compound, you are not, not drinking Hornitos. I mean, are you saying, seriously? Uh-uh. You are not. No, no you are not. Uh, at least, like, splurge for some Patron or something. No, you're drinking, like, the good yeah, mezcal yeah. that's, like, going down, like, yes. cognac, you know? Yeah. And there's some, like, um, there's some really you're good ones. like, those, you know, crazy amount of money bottles of tequila. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not, no. You're drinking the expensive you're shit. You're making it in your backyard. That's, yes. You're making your own. Yeah. You've got your own private. <laughs> you got your own agave plant. I mean, they've got, they've got the, you know, they've got the JR. Are you in, you know, Scott bourbon? bourbon. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so the, yeah. he's got to have his own tequila. Yeah. I need to get a hold of a bottle of that. I'm a bourbon guy. I like bourbon. All right, so wrap up this episode. I think I think we should go into predictions because we have some good ones. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh wow. That's happening. <laughs> Area 51 here. Ladies, I'm gonna let you start, Dorinda. I think Elena's getting played. I think that she's the pawn in all of their plans, except for the Ewings. And what you're really going to find out is, I personally think that Cliff Barnes and Joaquin are teamed up together. And you're really going to find out those deeds really are 
the the deeds are not as real as we think they are. I can't deal with you. <laughs> you took all my predictions. I really think all of almost all I, of them. I really agree too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's your picture. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Wait. You look fierce in that picture. It. I love hot. It. And look at his eyes. Let's take a moment of silence oh for Josh Henderson's oh, eyes. Uh, wow. Sure? Oh my yeah. god. No, I think the same thing. I think yeah. that I think that this Mexican drug cartel. Mm-hmm. That got uh, Ryland out mm-hmm. is also attached to Trevino and uh, Joaquin, yeah. uh, and is working with Cliff Barnes. And I think that uh, I think that somehow Elena is upon. Uh, and I think this season, what we're going to see is Ryland is going to turn into a good character for the season. Yes. He's going to look like a good character, like he's trying to be noble and help Elena while he's probably really trying to stab her in the back. Mm-hmm. He's trying to help her save yeah. her father's name, whatever, bring back his legacy, whatever, right. and. In that process, the Ewings are going to be divided. Sue Ellen's going to start drinking again. Emma's going to be on pills again. Anne is going to feel lost and distraught and go running back to Ryland because he's going to look like the good guy. When all mm-hmm. along, Bobby will will be kind of the good guy and eventually she'll make his, her way back to him. Um, but I think oh. that she will go into Ryland's arms at some point this season. She needs a spicy. Mm-hmm. Last year, they didn't use Anne near enough last year. But yeah. why does she have to cheat? Why does um, she have to cheat to be spicy, AJ? Well, I mean, it's the show. I mean, the show is a spicy show. I think it's. I just think it's going to happen. Can somebody not cheat? Can one person not cheat? Well, maybe they'll get divorced. Like they said, Sue Ellen goes, "You wouldn't be the first time, first woman to get married on this on the South Fork Ranch multiple times." Yeah. She said yeah, that to, she to Pamela. Did. So yeah. maybe Ann and Bobby will get a divorce this season. Maybe. Oh, maybe I guess you guys are gonna maybe have to tune she'll in. find out about the blackmail oh. or something. You know, all of that. It's too much. It's too much to wrap my brain around, you guys. My brain is not that big, but I love this show. So we're gonna keep coming back and covering it all season long before we head out uh where can all of our viewers find you on social media oh you can find me at kelly with an ie 079 and then you can find me at twitter at lula cherry films and then you can find me on instagram at dorinda b1 you can find me on all social media at underscore aj gibson my website is ajgibson.tv uh until next week which is a great website by the way thank you i, thank I really you. Do i like appreciate it. that uh thank you guys for for being here and stick with us all season long we have a really fun season ahead of us hopefully get some really great guests in here yes. but until next week take care y'all from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.